Dr. Ted Spear, pastor of the Fundamental Baptist Church International in Boshane, Kumasi. Today's message is the fourth message in our four-part series. Today is the fourth sermon in a series of four messages about uh, the different relationships with God that, that are open to man. We've talked about the fact that God is everyone's creator. We've talked about the fact that through faith in Jesus Christ, we can be a child of God. He's our father. We're his child. And last week, we talked about the fact that God wants to be our Lord and master. This week, I want to talk to you about the ultimate relationship with God uh, that God has for man. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 1, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested and we have seen it and bear witness and show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. Now, he's talking about Jesus Christ, this life that was manifested this life that they heard and that they saw with their eyes uh, and that they handled. Um, he's talking about Jesus Christ. In verse number three, that which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. The Apostle John, the man who wrote Inspired by God to write 1 John, also 2nd and 3rd John, and the Gospel of John. He was the brother to James, the James and John of the 12 disciples. The one, the, the Bible says, the, the disciple whom Jesus loved. The one who leaned upon Jesus' breast at the Last Supper. And John is saying to us, he's saying, listen, I'm declaring to you, what I've experienced because I want you to experience what I've experienced. And what I've experienced is fellowship with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. In verse number four, and these things write we unto you that your joy may be full. If you're going to experience fullness of joy, what life is all about, God has got to be more to you than just a creator. He's got to be more to you than just a father. He's got to be more to you than just the Lord and master. He must become your friend. That's the ultimate relationship that man can have with God is the relationship of friend. And that's the kind of relationship God wants to have with us. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 2, and verse 3, and hereby we do know that we, I know him if we keep his commandments. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments is a liar, and the truth is not in him. I read these two verses because I wanted you to see the word here, or the idea here of knowing him. He says in both of these verses that we know him. To know someone in the Bible is to be very close to them, to be intimate with them. The Bible speaks of a man knowing 
his wife, having intimacy with his wife, knowing her in a physical, close, intimate way. To know someone is to be very, very close to them. And God wants us to know him. He wants us to be his friend. Many people have relationships with others that are strictly based upon a blood relationship. In other words, we're brothers and sisters, or we're in the same family. Some people are married. They have that relationship of being a spouse, but they're truly not close. They don't really truly have a close friendship. Many women are more than willing to marry a man just because he's able to provide for her. He may live in one country and she lives here in Ghana and he sends money to her. They are legally married, but they're not close. They're not the kind of friends that God intended when he made the thing we call marriage. You see, if we're going to have close relationship, we're going to know one another, we have to fellowship with one another. We have to spend time with one another. Fellowship is that partnership, that closeness that comes, that communion that comes with people when you spend time with them and you get to know them and you enjoy each other's company. If you're spending time with someone and it's not enjoyable, then you wouldn't call it fellowship. You would call it um, a, a difficult time. When we use fellowship, we're referring to spending close time with someone that we enjoy. The Bible says in James chapter 2 and verse 23, And the scripture was fulfilled which saith, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. Abraham was more than just a child of God. He became known as the friend of God. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 5, verse 24, And Enoch walked with God, and he was not. For God took him. This is one of two places in the Bible where we know that someone didn't die physically, that God just took them. Enoch and the other was Elijah. But the Bible says Enoch walked with God. He spent time with God. He had closeness with God. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 6 and verse 9, these are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations. And Noah walked with God. Acts chapter 13 and verse 22. The Bible speaking of King David. And when he had removed him, he raised up unto them David to be their king to whom also he gave testimony and said. Now, God is, God is saying that he removed Saul from being the king over Israel, and he put David in as king, 
And then he said, this is my testimony concerning David. This is my witness concerning David. And if God is your witness, then you can't have a better witness. If God says something is true about you, then it is true. And as God testified concerning David in this verse, he says, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, which shall fulfill all my will. David has certainly become the friend of God. David was a man after God's own heart. The heart of, of anything is the center of something. It, the, the heart, when, Bible, when the Bible describes the heart, it speaks of our emotions and our feelings and our desires. And God says of David that he was a man after God's own heart. That meant... That meant David wanted to fulfill the desires of God. God. David wanted to make God. Keep going? Okay. David wanted to make God happy. He wanted to bring joy to the heart of God. God's desire is to have a friendship with man. We can be more than a child of God. We can be more than a servant of God. We can have a friend in God. Someone with whom we can share our deepest feelings. Someone with whom we spend time. Someone that we trust. Someone that we enjoy, who enjoys us. Are you lonely? Do you need a friend? There's no need to be lonely. There's no need to be friendless because God avails himself to be the friend that sticketh closer than a brother. God avails himself for communion with us and fellowship with us that is better than fellowship with anyone else. There's no need for us as men and women to live in despair and loneliness. We can know God. We can walk with God. We can have fellowship with God. That is the ultimate relationship for man. And when we know God and we walk with God and we fellowship with God, being his servant is just a natural thing. Pleasing him as a father is a natural thing. You say, Pastor, what is required to be the friend of God? What do we have to do to be God's friend? Well, the first thing is you have to be his child. You can never be God's friend unless you're first his child. You know, it's an interesting thing here. So many people think that you get into God's family by serving Him, that you get into God's family by obedience. That's silly. That's like saying, I become God's friend before I get born again. It doesn't work that way. You are a child of disobedience by nature, not the friend of God. And the only way you're ever going to become God's friend is if you settle what's between you. 
And what is between you is sin. The Bible says this in Romans chapter 5 and verse number 1. It says this, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. That means we're no longer at war with God. We were the children of wrath. There was war between us. But through faith in Christ, we now have peace. We have to have peace with God as a child of God by faith in Jesus Christ. That's the first step. You've got to get born again. If you're not, if you're not born again, if you, if you don't know for sure that if you died, you'd go to heaven, please reach out to us and let us help you to know that because you'll never be the friend of God until you're the child of God. Number two, you've got to be willing to be his servant. If you're not willing to serve God, then surely you're not going to know God like a friend. You need to have shared values. You need to have things in common in order to get to know God. And oftentimes we have to be willing to serve God and to obey God and do what God wants us to do before we can ever learn to be close with Him. And number three, you have to be dedicated to God. You want to be God's friend? You want God to be your friend, then you have to be dedicated to God. The Bible speaks a lot about purity. The Bible speaks a lot about morality. Morality is doing that which is right, not doing that which is wrong. Immorality is doing that which is wrong. Purity is being clean. It's being right with God and God wants us to be right with him and to be his friend we have to be willing to forsake sin we have to be willing to be separated unto God in the book of Romans the apostle Paul introduces himself three different ways in verse number one he says Paul a servant of Jesus Christ called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God. He says, I'm a servant of God, I'm an apostle, I'm sent by God to represent God. And number three, I'm separated unto the gospel. Now, the word separated there means I have set myself apart to serve God in the gospel ministry. I am dedicated unto God. The Bible tells us, in the book of 1 Thessalonians, in chapter number 4, it tells us this. For this is the will of God, verse number 3. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that ye abstain from fornication, that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor, not in the lust of concupiscence, even as the Gentiles which know not God. Concupiscence is immorality. It's lustful desire. God says it's his will that we be clean, that we be morally pure people. Now that doesn't mean that we do everything right, but when we do wrong, we go to God, we confess it, we get right with God. Okay? It's like 
It's like straining your water. You might get some dirt in your water and you strain it and get the water out. And that's what we have to do in our lives. We don't stay pure every moment of the day. But as we see sin in our life, we seek to forsake it and we're able to draw close to God. We want to be a friend of God, we've got to first be His child. We've got to be willing to be His servant and we've got to dedicate ourselves to Him. We have to be willing to say, you know what God? I want to be your friend more than I want to be the world's friend. I want to be your friend more than I want to be this man's friend or this lady's friend. I want to be your friend more than I want to be this rich person's friend. I'm dedicated to you. You're number one. Anybody else that wants to be my friend needs to fall in line with my dedication to God. And when I say friend, I'm not talking about an acquaintance. I'm not talking about somebody you work with. I'm not talking about somebody that lives next to you. I'm talking about a true blue friend, someone you fellowship with, someone you spend intimate, close relationship with. That's the kind of friend I'm talking about. You don't need to have too many of those kind of friends. You need to be a friend to everybody. You need to love everybody, but you don't need to be close with everybody. You need to be close with God. And when you're unwilling to separate from others who do not know God, do not love God, you're never going to be the friend of God and you're never going to have God as your close friend. We have to be willing to be dedicated if we're going to be the friend of God. You ever had a good friend? You ever had a close friend? I hope you have. Someone that you enjoyed their presence? Have you ever lost a friend and felt that loss? loss? Some of you, maybe you had a, a wife or a husband. They were your dear friend. Maybe they're gone and you grieve their loss. Well, there's a friend. There's someone that can be our friend that's better than any other friend. And that's God. And the Apostle John is telling us in 1 John, hey, I have known God in the flesh. This is the same John who wrote in the book of John in chapter 1 that the flesh, that God was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father. Talking about Jesus Christ. Yes, Jesus Christ is God. And John said, I walked with that God, I knew that God, and that God I declare unto you, that you may have fellowship like we have fellowship with God the Father and the Son, Jesus Christ, through His Spirit, the triune God, the three-in-one, Father, Son, Spirit. Oh, that we would know Him, oh, that He would become our friend. But if He's going to be our friend, we need to be born again. We need to be submit ourselves as a servant of God and we need to ded our, dedicate ourselves and separate our, ourselves on the holiness. Forsaking others, forsaking the world. The Bible says, love not the world, neither the things that are of the world. We're not to love this world because when we love this world, we're turning our back on God. And God will not be our close friend. Now, he'll be our father to us. 
and He is our Lord, and He gave us eternal life. We can't lose that. But there's something so much more, and that is to be the friend of God. What does it take to be the friend of God? Well, it also takes time. It takes time. Every close friendship requires time spent developing that friendship. If you want to be the friend of God, you've got to get in God's Word and learn of Him. This book tells us about our God. It tells us what He likes and what He doesn't like. It tells us who He is and how to praise Him. And we need to spend time in His book getting to know Him, walking with Him, fellowshipping with Him, and becoming His friend. It's a wonderful thing to be a human being. We have access to the Father, we have access to a Lord, and we have access to a friendship. Take advantage of it. Thank you for watching the Fundamental Hour again. We'd like to hear from you. Please let us know. If this program has been a blessing to you, please let us know. We enjoy that encouragement. We need to hear from you. We need that, that encouragement. But we also want to be a help to you. If you have any questions, please contact us. We'd love to communicate with you or answer your questions. Thank you for watching the Fundamental Hour.